everyone. I wanted to come on and just kind of talk about my understanding of starseeds. So you hear a lot about starseeds and everybody's saying, I'm a starseed. I'm, where am I from? Blah, 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 blah. It's, it's a big thing in the, in the spiritual community. Um, and so, you know, in my spiritual journey and learning about, you know, who I am and who I channel and all that stuff, I've, I've, I've come to, to understand some things. And, and I will say it's an ever life, life is an, and, and the spiritual journey is an ever learning process. And so I always say my current understanding. So that means that you don't have to agree with me. It, our truths can be different and that's okay. Um, but my current level of understanding is such and so, and it may change if, if, if new information is, is presented and it feels right. So I'm going to present to you my current understanding. <laughs> um, so my current understanding with regard to star seeds is that everyone is a star seed. Every single person is a star seed. Now, where you see the difference is in whether or not they are at a point in their soulful evolution that they, in this incarnation, um, are ready to be made aware of it. Some people are just not there yet in, in this um, earthly incarnation and, and that's okay. That doesn't mean they're not a star seed. It just means they have no need to be aware of it based on where they are in their soul's evolution in this incarnation. But everyone has incarnated. Um, how do I want to put this? I'll say this. Everyone has incarnated um, in relation to other star systems and planets <laughs> before. Um, it's, but incarnating on earth is a very special, very honorable, um, degree in our ascension process because it is, because it is the most challenging. So here on earth, when we, when we incarnate here, it's like, uh, where the rubber meets the road. So we here are, are experiencing all of the karma from all of our different incarnations on different planets. And I'm going to get to that in a minute. <laughs> um, and so, it, and it's also the most dense. So it is the most challenging um, place to incarnate. And, and so it's, it's the greatest honor when it comes to our higher selves choosing. Yes, we choose to incarnate here. It's the greatest honor and the greatest excitement for our higher selves to choose to incarnate here and have experiences in, in order to um, kind of increase tenfold our, our ascension process because of the amount of, of karma that can be cleared, uh, from former incarnations in this realm on this planet. Okay. So that being said, um, something else that I've become aware of is that when, when we, or we as star seeds or, um, how shall I say this? Interdimensionals say, I'm Pleiadian, I'm Arcturian, I'm Syrian, I'm Orion, whatever it is. I'm, you know, <laughs> what's the uh, Andromeda? And that's another one. Um, people think that that means that there was a literal incarnation in that star system. And while that may be true to some degree, 
the understanding that I've come to is that really it was what they're referring to is so each star my understanding is each star including our own is a portal and so the, each portal uh refers to a specific timeline and so if you come through a specific portal then you're saying i existed on a version of earth an incarnation of earth from a particular timeline now here's where it gets extra screwy <laughs> so you know how we reincarnate into different physical bodies um, in order to have different experiences for the sake of ascension? Well, Gaia is no different. Her consciousness does the same thing. So her consciousness reincarnates in different spheres, at planets. And so those are different versions of Earth. Now, this is going very much into esotericism. Um, it's going very much into Kabbalah, anthroposophy, theosophy, um, ancient Egyptian teachings, ancient mystery school teachings. But it's it's it can be a little hard to wrap your brain around. I I'm speaking from personal experience. <laughs> it took me a while to wrap my brain around this. So just bear with me here. Um, and so each of those incarnations is a different timeline of Earth. So when we are interacting with humanoid multidimensionals and they say, I'm from this star system or that system, they're, they're saying, I came through to your current timeline from that timeline of Earth's incarnation. So they may have incarnated on a version of Earth that was incarnated within a different sphere. I hope that makes sense. Um, The other thing that I'd like to say is that everyone assumes that they have only ever, how should I say this, that they're only, they're only a star seed of one origin. Of course, I would say timeline. And that is not my understanding. My understanding is that we have come through all of this, all of the spheres. And um, how shall I put this? <laughs> because it's very multidimensional. <laughs> okay, I'll get to that bit later. So, so we've come through all of the spheres. And so we've, how should I say this? We've come through all of the, or at least most of, if we've, if we've incarnated on, on all of the spheres, and, and maybe some of us haven't, the spheres in which we have chosen to incarnate in, for our soul's uh, ascension process, um, those are the the timelines that we have experienced and therefore we would have come through to this timeline from that particular through that particular star portal which would make us from from that particular star system but we would have then we would then be from many different star systems does that make sense so we're not like just a pleiadian or just an arcturian or just a syrian we would have had many more experiences in that we're, we're so much less limited <laughs> than people give themselves credit for and so people always just assume typically that they are uh this but that's so limiting like don't place that limitation on yourself no you you've been in loads of different dimensions and realms and spheres and and even ones that that aren't um that we've never even heard of that aren't within um, our current uh, universal structure. So 
don't place that limitation on yourself. So that that's my understanding. And the, and the other thing that still blows my mind that I, I have a hard time expressing, uh, so I hope I do a good job, is that we are even interacting with our future selves. And so many times our, what we refer to as um, uh, angels or, or, you know, divine beings, um, they are future ascended versions of ourselves because as we, as, as Gaia's um, consciousness traverse through the spheres and our consciousness travels with her um, to incarnate on each of the spheres, there's a descension process and earth is the lowest. And then there's an ascension process, but we are in communication with our future selves. And it is in order for them to, for them to achieve the next level of ascension, they have agreed to help us with our ascension, but we are them. <laughs> they are us. <laughs> so, um, it's very, see what I mean? It's really hard to explain. Um, and then you have the, um, the devolved, uh, aspects, the devolved humans that, um, in another timeline shows a very inorganic transhumanistic, um, way of being. And you can see a big push for that now, but it's like a future timeline of this earth that, um, chose to, try to mimic consciousness using technology and, and really trying to replace consciousness and, and the divine within by using technology. So like virtual reality implants, um, that connect to our, our brains and our consciousness, um, instead of, instead of finding all of those things by going within, um, it's all been made very technological and external. Um, and then there's also the, the, dinking around with, with DNA that, that we have, you haven't really, you don't really hear a lot about it yet, but there've been a lot of discoveries of, Oh, we, you know, if we dink around with this part of our genes, we can start to become immortal. And, and so there's, there's that desire for immortality be, uh, and, and by dinking with our DNA, but then we're no longer the humans, we're no longer organic humans at that point. So you can start to see a lot of that now um, where there's kind of a push for that. So, uh, it's not to say that it will go there, but there is an, an attempt to kind of, to, how should I say this? There's, there's an attempt to get us to go down that timeline. And, and really there, there, that timeline does happen. There's a, that version of the timeline. And then there's the organic version of the timeline. And, and there's kind of like this timeline split, um, which again is very multidimensional and very hard to explain. Um, but a, a lot of the beings that we also interact with that we assume are aliens from a different planet or a different star system are really us from the future that screwed up our DNA so badly that we lost all touch with our consciousness and even our ability to um, feel feelings and procreate and we know we screwed up. We're, we're pretty sure we know where we screwed up, but because we've lost all concept of what consciousness is, we don't really know how to fix it. So you can see where we're kind of starting to make that same mistake again, but that's why 
you see, you know, a lot of the gray aliens and, and the abductions of, of trying to um, have hybrids and it's just to save, save ourselves from where we fucked up. Pardon my French, but <laughs> that's basically what it is. Um, so it, it, just know that there's a lot more to it than what a lot of people are saying and are believing. Um, and we're so much less limited than as star seeds than what, what people are believing. So I hope that helps and feel free to disagree. That's okay. But I just really wanted to share my perspective. So I hope you found that interesting. If you found this information helpful, please don't forget to like, share, and subscribe because it helps me to reach more people and help more people and serve humanity to a greater degree, which I, is my passion. Um, and I will see you next time. Thank you.